that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids i'm your host and the middle child allegra i'm gray and i am the youngest i'm holland and you think you're so cool because you can pee with your penis <laughs> that was the line yeah. we were all gonna say i knew i knew it oh i would i would have said I am so lesbian right now. <laughs> also a good one. <laughs> or Billy. Billy. <laughs> I should have made love with you. <laughs> made love to you when I had the chance. When I had the, the chance. chance. Father O'Hay. Father Mulcahy. <laughs> okay, that fucking line got me so fucking good. Oh man. Which one? The, of all the ones we just listed. You think you're so cool because you can pee with well, your yeah, penis? Well, yeah, all all of them, but the. Father Mulcahy? It just really <laughs> caught me off guard. A lot of this movie caught me off guard. Um, yeah. And I'm excited to get into it. Um, if Allegra, you want to... In good and bad ways. Yes, exactly. If Allegra, if you want to uh, carry us into the next section. All right, if I must. Um, so each, each, each week... No. Nope. Okay. This season, <laughs> we're, we're so we switching things up the with the script, format. Guys. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is completely improvised. Um, so this is going to be a much shorter season, and it's only going to last four months. Each week, we will flip a coin to see whether we have to defend a good movie that we've chosen ourselves or a bad movie from <laughs> The Stinkhole. <laughs> Yeah, if you didn't catch our draft episode last week. Which you should. We each drafted four movies to have on our reserve good list. But then we also drafted, each drafted four movies to put on a stinky stinkhole wheel. And so each week we flip a coin to see, are we going to get to choose a good movie from our own list? Or do we have to spin the stinky wheel to get a bad movie. And at the end of our draft episode, Allegra spun that stinky, stinky wheel. <laughs> and I I hold true to what I said last time, which was, could be worse. <laughs> could have chosen a worse movie. Uh, but I guess if you ha- couldn't tell by the quotes and the title of the episode, this week we watched 2002's The Hot Chick. Yay! Yeah, 2002 is uh, the hot chick. This is the third um, Rob Schneider-led film, I'm pretty sure, after Deuce Bigelow and then The Animal. Um, I will give you guys a quick-ish summary of this movie from f- our favorite, my favorite, IMDb summary writer, Anthony Pereira. Oh, yeah. 
does he do a lot of the Sandler verse ones? Me, I'll have to do an audit. It must I'll be, have to go because check. We've definitely heard that name before. Yeah, we have the same childhood movie cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, both could be true. <laughs> Jessica Spencer is the hottest, most popular girl in high school. Jessica, her best friend April, and a couple of other hot girls, Lulu and Kesia, visit the mall to hang out and do some shopping. They enter a new age store where they check out a pair of ancient earrings. Okay. Unbeknownst to Jessica, these are magical ones set in ancient ancient Abyssinia. 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 A princess known as Princess Nawa is disgusted by the groom of her arranged marriage and switches bodies with a slave girl by means of an enchanted set of earrings. Since the earrings are not for sale, Jessica steals them. Whoa, what about, what crazy whiplash. But the next morning, she gets a big dose of reality when she wakes up in the body of a 30-something low-life male, Clive, a career criminal. Clive finds himself in Jessica's body. Now it's up to Jessica in Clive's body to find a way to get her back, her body back while Clive in Jessica's body takes advantage of his new body to set in motion a crime spree to put the blame on Jessica. <laughs> also, I, 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 I feel have like, many notes, but... <laughs> I, yeah, I have notes. I feel like all of Anthony's uh, synopses, they focus so heavily on, like, not the actual plot, and then the actual plot it's is like the first completely brushed off. Of the movie, <laughs> I feel like this movie would have had maybe a stronger plot had uh, Clive Jessica been a bigger part of it. And if he actually, if Clive Jessica actually was trying to go on a master of all crime sprees, and Jessica Clive had to try and stop Clive Jessica, but that's not how this movie works no, at all. This movie was all over the place with the very many small side plots that were happening. So many useless side plots. Oh my God. Confusing, confounding. But also, jumping back to the summary, waking up with a dose of reality, I would argue she's waking up with not something that is not not reality. Kafka-esque. Yes. Woken up in a body that is not her own. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, it just, I don't know. I don't need to go into, Anthony, keep doing what you're doing. We love highlighting <laughs> no, your no summaries. We love to feature your summaries on the show. Um, um, but. Should we get into scores? Let's, so well, oh, let's shit. just get into, That's we got to so get into scenes. the movie. Um. It was released in December of 2002, so Holland was 10, okay. Allegra was 8, and I was 5. I do not think we saw this in theaters. I think this was strictly no, 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 a rental no. movie. Yeah, rental slash... I think we definitely rented it a lot, but I also just think it was on TV a lot, too. Like, I feel like it was on the movie channels all the time. Oh, yeah. Probably, like, in the mid-2000s. Yeah. Because I feel like I've, like, come into this movie at different points a lot because it was just 
on a lot. But I definitely, but like, I think we all, before we started recording, I think we all have like a collective memory of consuming the bonus features of this DVD. (laughs) To the point that we all thought that there was definitely going to be a blooper reel in the credits and there was not one. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know if I remember the bloopers. I just, like, this movie just feels like the kind of movie that yeah. would have post credit scene or a blooper reel in the credits. Um, yeah. I don't, rem- because, I don't remember the blooper reel being that good. I don't know if there even was one, because I did try to look for one after I watched the movie, and there was nothing on YouTube. I remember. Although I did find the alternate ending, and we can talk about that later. I vividly remember watching Rob Schneider. It was like the sleepover scene when they're like trying to think about like who would have done this to Jessica, and Rob Schneider is like twirling yeah. his hair, and he's having to completely redo that take over and over again. And I'm like, yeah, it's not even that funny yeah i feel like i have the memory of that as well but i don't know this needless to say we watched this movie a lot yes (laughs) do i remember anything from pre-calc no do i remember (laughs) rob schneider's bloopers of the hot chick absolutely (laughs) remembered although i did forget a lot but like we'll get into scores but my nostalgia one is pretty high i mean Um, i did reach out speaking of memories did our parents have any memories? Yeah, I did reach memories. out to our parents. Dad has never seen it. Mm-hmm. Or he doesn't remember ever seeing it. And mom said, oh, yes, that played often in the middle school years. Did we own it? I sort of doubt it. Seems like the premise is very problematic now. I mean, I don't think the premise is problematic, but I think the way that it was executed was not great. <laughs> If you guys thought we were going to have a Rob Schneider movie where he uh, did not impersonate an ethnicity he was not, you are sorely mistaken. I found out during during research, he's half Filipino. Yes. Yeah, I think I knew that. I've known this for a little while. Yeah. But not during his prime years. This is a recent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I knew that like. Or. Like the last year. Wait, sorry. I think I think he's a quarter Filipino. Yeah, he's... But you know what he's not? He's not Mexican. He's definitely not Mexican. <laughs> Let's go through it. He's not Middle Eastern. Um, of any kind. Of any kind. He's not... Whatever he was supposed to be in Big Daddy. <laughs> he's not uh, Chinese or Japanese or East Asian. Oh, no. Yeah, from Chuck and Larry. Oh, fuck. I forgot about <laughs> that. All right, whatever. I still Ooh, hold boy. true. Anyway. No, regardless of how obviously problematic his character in Chuck and Larry was, his character was kind of endearing in Chuck and Larry. I gotta say. I, I mean, it, same with Big Daddy a little bit. Yeah, yeah. same with Big Daddy. And honestly, I don't think Chuck and Taquito. Guys, Dude, I Taquito is probably wrong, but. I, I, okay, I've been hanging out with too many Gen Zers because we just hired a bunch at work. Taquito's kind of goaded. Yeah, goaded with the sauce. So is the little brother. The little brother. Okay, yeah. icon. We'll get into it. Let's get into scores. Yeah. Actually, no, no. Let's get into what yeah. what mom thought. Pre-watch. What mom thought. I already said oh, it. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Let's do our pre-watch right? notes. <laughs> you never listen to when mom talks, even when it's being read via text. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think Ray's sleepy. It looks like you just woke up. 
<laughs> yeah, I did wake up not long ago. I woke up at like eight, yeah. and now it's you know we started recording at nine. I one, one of the first. <laughs> it's it's never like the hottest start to the day when one of the first things I do when I wake up is research Rob Schneider. Yeah. Um, it just kind of throws my whole day question. into a racially ambiguous <laughs> loop. Okay. Um, you're saying that's not hot girl energy, Greg. You're not like, this is not what Megan the stallion does when she wakes up. Every morning. <laughs> it's, yeah, just like I woke up like this instead. <laughs> um, yeah, let's do pre-watch. Um, um Allegra, do you want to kick us off since you are posting this episode? Rachel McAdams is a hot popular bitch who steals earrings from a mall. <laughs> she drops one and a gross criminal Rob Schneider takes it. They swap bodies and popular bitch needs to figure out how to swap back without anyone finding out or losing her Lawrence boyfriend. <laughs> Cutie Pie Anna Ferris falls for best friend and they're l- so lesbian right now. <laughs> Problematic Ling Ling Twister Dress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, you remember the Twister um, dress? I remember it. Yeah, I remember that 100%. Um, I remember this movie having a hold on us for a while. I know I thought it was hilarious, but I'm positive it doesn't age well. Billy! Billy! <laughs> Ling Ling, you forgot your bling bling. Anna Ferris is great in this. Rachel McAdams, pre-mean girls. Matthew Lawrence is the boyfriend. Um, I took a page out of Allegra's book, um, (laughs) did some voice and did, did it to voice text. Um, oh man, it has been a very, very long time since I watched this movie. For some reason, I feel like we rented this a few times because we thought it was funny. I think mom would always say the Ling Ling, you forgot your bling bling because of this movie. I'm kind of scared. I know I think it's Rob Schneider and Rachel McAdams switch bodies. Then Rob Schneider is basically supposed to act like some teenage girl. And Anna Faris is a friend who, like, has a thing for him. I don't know. This is going to be bad. (laughs) No punctuation. Yeah, this one was interesting. This was a very interesting watch. Because it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. I'm going to be honest? It, yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, hold on. Let me rephrase it. It was more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. Yes. It was yes. still bad, yes. but it was very yes. enjoyable. So, with that, yeah. let's get into our notes or let's get into our scores cuz I really want to talk about this movie. Yeah. So, nostalgia, I have an 8. Mm. Because like as I was watching it, Everything came flooding back. I was predicting lines. Like, mm-hmm. I just know we watched this a lot. We And we quoted it a lot. Like, the amount of quotes that I remember from this movie that I know for a fact we said to each other all the time. Like, Ling Ling. God, it's so embarrassing how this is what... Like, this podcast has, like, really <laughs> reset reality. Like... As opposed to what my brain wants to remember as being, like, the top <laughs> movies we watched versus the top movies we actually watched. And the fact that yeah. this is probably in the, like, top 20 is kind of yeah. concerning. Yeah. Hey guys, did we watch this movie more than Spider-Man? Like, 
Yes. I don't know. We watched that one a lot too, though. But like, but yeah, but we definitely, I feel like with comedies we love in comedies. particular, we would just watch them over and over and over. Like we would have, we would rent a movie and we would watch it multiple times before returning it. That's just it. what kids do. And that's just what you do. It's just so interesting as well because I feel like comedy is the, like, it ages the fastest and it's like, it's so hard for the same jokes to be funny over and over again. But it's like, we would milk the shit out of yeah, it. It was like pre-internet. I mean, it was pre-what yeah. the internet is now. So it was like before, pre-me. Dude, I was yeah. putting just, this. We've talked about this a lot. I was putting like, this you, movie into my brain when I was in like first grade. Yeah, not you great. Could have been you learning. were five. You could have been learning well, you were other a little older, but yeah, dude. It was probably like 2003 at least, because it came out in December of 2002. We probably watched it more like 04, 05, maybe. I want to. I I think this movie had a large contribution to my altered brain chemistry. I'm just gonna say it. Probably. Um, I'm sure it does a little bit for all of us. But anyway, Gray, what's your nostalgia? So mine. <laughs> mine's it. a. It's a very loose. Four, um, because I do remember that this movie was somewhat prevalent in our childhoods, but it wasn't as like, oh yeah, oh yeah. For me, it was, I was like, a couple things kind of came back to me, but it was mostly the things that were in like the trailer. Um, and a lot of it was like, oh my God, I did not remember this fucking part. <laughs> yeah, that's so, you were you were younger. Yeah, so. I was younger, but like, again, it's a loose four. It could be moved around, you know, just, you know, have a strong argument. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So I want you to keep in mind my nostalgia score when I tell you my sit-through ability score. Because mm. I know, I know this movie is terrible. But I have, I think I came to realize I have major nostalgia goggles <laughs> when watching this movie. Because I have my sit-through out of seven. Hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I had a Colin? good time. Yeah. Other than the very, very problematic bad parts of this movie. That's what's pushing it down. No, that's what kind of interesting. Because it's not like this movie is like a, a pillar of like even for its time being acceptable, but, like, yeah. only the worst of it is bringing it down. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a high nostalgia for it. I didn't have high no- high nostalgia goggles for it. And my sit-through ability is a nine. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. I can be... I mean, to be fair, I, I can't be argued up. <laughs> I had so much fucking fun watching this yeah! movie. Yeah! Th- oh, my God. Okay, I watched... Guys. I watched the first, like, 20 minutes of it during my lunch break at yesterday because I was working from home. And literally, I was like, I was going to watch the first half and stopped because I was like, wait, this movie is actually pretty entertaining. I want to be high for this. And so I yeah. stopped, finished my day, and then last night got high and watched it and was like, yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, this movie yeah. is so, it's so bad. It's good. It's yeah, there's so, this is a there's very such good, so bad, horrible, good. cringy, like so inappropriate moments that yeah. I was fucking eating up. But like, it's like, they're so like overtly 
terrible that yes. sometimes you just cannot help but laugh at it because exactly. it's so ridiculous oh my God. that it exactly. exists on film. It's one of those bad movies where like time is a circle. You know, yeah. maybe at the time, like at the time, it got terrible reviews, right? Everyone's like, it's just bad comedy. And then maybe five or uh, ten years later, they're like, ooh, deeply problematic. That's why it's not funny. And now we live in this, uh, like, post post PC world where we're like, it's funny again because, <laughs> like, we don't. Yeah, do, it's it's uh, like post post ironic. Yeah. Yes, because like we don't. You know, do where you're like, it's so way. beyond the the irony and the yeah like trying yeah. to equate it to today's world that it's just funny again yeah there were so many times in this movie also where i feel like it was accidentally progressive <laughs> when it was trying to be yes. make a joke about like the whole brother character they were trying to make a joke at uh, marginalized people's expenses but in such a way that like it kind of weirdly became progressive time is <laughs> what they were in power it was like the joke was that they are empowered and like we're accepting these people who I don't know. Like, there like, are a lot of examples that we can get into. They're like, isn't it funny that this guy is attracted to a fat woman? That's the joke. And you're like, what a beautiful relationship. I know, exactly. Yeah, you're exactly. like, wow, they're very exactly. accept. He's very accepting of her no matter what. Never made one, like, never even made a reference to her weight. But it was, like, yeah. supposed to be implied that that was the joke. And he just went, like, I got my eyes on polka dots. And then it's just like, yeah. I got you, babe. Like, he's just being yeah. sweet yeah. and supportive and genuine. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's like, isn't that funny? Like, what? No. Yeah. But and I, yes. And I'm kind of just like, I just love their relationship. Yeah, and same <laughs> yeah. with, like, the little brother where he's, like, stealing her lipstick. And she's like, oh, you rascal. And, like, he's running in heels. And the dad is like, buddy, you got to learn to run in those if you're going to wear them. And it's like, I know this is being played for a joke, but it's also, like, but their family is so just accepting. unquestioningly like accepting him for who he is that I'm like, is this accidentally being yeah, progressive? This, is, like, this yeah. is what we were just saying. We're like, this movie, it's like it's like post post ironic because it's like it is the thing that is now funny is the fact that it is that is supposed to be funny. For a diff- I don't know. It's like yeah, I don't we're know. on the opposite be... side of the spectrum now looking yeah. at it. I don't know. We're yeah, I love it. It's and like that's what this whole movie being... was. We're like it failed upwards. Yeah, it failed upwards exactly. in a lot of ways. Which we're not even really through the score. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Appropriate for children. Appropriate. I have a one. <laughs> a one? I had a three arguing. simply okay. because I was like, there wasn't overt nudity. That's true. I'll probably the thing is, I think I was so taken aback by how much I liked this movie that I was like, my brain was trying to auto, like, correct it in other places. And I think once we talk through it, my scores will even out to, like, where they should be. One seems harsh. Okay. I, I agree with you. Does like, it hold up? I Also, I have a two. I have a two as well. <laughs> yeah. I do think I can move even it up one point. Fun. Because of the enjoyability of, like, it holds up in what we were just describing. Accidentally, yeah. It but accidentally it has to be, it's a very specific purpose that you watch this movie for. Even yeah. the post, post, post ironic talk. 
even post that might get you a point that's yeah, yeah that's the a, that's, that's the additional point i'm talking about yeah yeah I'm not um, the world from can, can i follow oh and what I do you have? I have a four i have a four as well <laughs> i i honestly can't knock that maybe i could get another point but like yeah this movie, <laughs> i don't know this movie was all over the place <laughs> And, like, just the rules of the magic alone. Yeah. <laughs> also, just, like, how did the earrings get reunited in that store? I thought the princess didn't know you had to reunite them. How are they together again? I have, I'm so confused. I have a theory. Okay. But, like, I don't know. Um, I don't even know where to start. We've uh, kind of already just, started, but. Let's just start <laughs> right at the top with. Abyssinia 50 BC. Wow. Yeah, exactly. As, With as a Happy Madison production, had really such an rough intro. CGI. Oh yeah, that was pretty rough. Also, did this woman have a choice to do the switch? I know she's technically becoming a princess, but I don't know. It seemed like the princess was like, "Haha, one night only. You have to do the marital bed part, right?" And the slave was like, "I'm a slave." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But my theory is when the slave realized that, like, hey, you know, being in a shitty marriage sucks, but like, I'm literally a slave, and now I'm royalty. So this is still like a big step up for me. Yeah. And I'm not changing back. So guess this works. So she, I think maybe she like ordered for the earring princess to- slave to be returned to her, and then yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking she maybe got the other earring back, but like never quote unquote reunited the magic never put them on on. yeah Yeah. the magic is so fucking vague in this movie that like the woman who owns the antique storage says you just gotta reunite them and rachel mcadams took that as or i guess jessica took that to mean wear them both and so i'm like maybe they can chill next to each other but you have to wear them both for the magic to happen yeah because like clive had the other earring but we're led to believe that nothing happened until he put it on yeah yeah i think that yeah again I that tr- yeah i don't care I don't too much that to be i honest. honestly did not pay any attention to the magic i was it was pretty well established that it doesn't make that much sense so i just didn't pay it any <laughs> mind what well, i want to say I... here's what uh, big talking points that I want to uh, really focus on for this podcast. One Mm -hmm. is that Rob Schneider, A, did a great fucking job. An amazing job. An amazing job. I think this is his best role and And, I'm not being, I'm not making a joke. Guys, I think we said this during. He had in a, like, you could tell he had so much fucking fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that lended itself to his performance of like he did an amazing fucking job. And it wasn't like it was like a very real performance as a teenage girl. It wasn't like which made it funnier because I feel like it was I mean it was obviously played up cuz it's in a movie, but I it wasn't like it wasn't like what you th- he wasn't mimicking a teenage girl. He was like embodying one, and I he was thought a full it was great character. Yeah, yeah. So I think we said this during Chuck and Larry, but we're like, is Rob Schneider actually like a good comedic actor? He just has trash taste. 
I think so. I think so. Honestly, I think so. Also, do we know who wrote this movie? Oh yeah, written and directed by Tom Brady. Right. I'm like, there's a director named Tom Brady. Dude, that that gave me really hard whiplash at the end of everything (laughs) I had just watched to see that it was like written directed by Tom Brady. I'm like, this can't be. This can't be. I know it's not, but I kind of want it to be. True. So Tom Brady r- directed a lot of Happy Madison productions. I'm really wondering, though, if they had female consultants on the script or if, like, somebody did some, like, sc- like a woman did some kind of script doctoring in some parts. Because I feel like it wasn't as misogynistic. It wasn't as misogynistic yeah. as I was expecting it to be. I feel like the female friendship focus was pretty good yeah we're re-recording i'm really bummed because i think we were really getting in a groove i know so we lost a little bit of audio but gray i don't know how that happened because i was not even on that screen but whatever whatever will be will be Um, um i think we talked about gray we liked adam sandler we thought he was funny. We love Anna Faris. Yeah, Adam Sandler was one of the best parts of that of the movie. Did like, we miss the easily. whole? Did we miss the whole conversation where we talked about how Rob Schneider was like, is has been doing? He did a great job. I don't think. <laughs> well, we can a girl. keep talking about it because yeah. yeah, he had so much fun doing this, clearly, and like killed it. And Anna Faris killed it. She's adorable. I've had a crush on her since I first saw her which i think was this movie yeah um she's so freaking cute and insane and i love it um like we were just talking about the fucking crazy eyes that yeah. allegra said <laughs> she's made a whole career off of the crazy eye stare while like laughing open mouth yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. and okay sorry i'm just trying to play catch up because i fucked up um, and then we were talking about Matthew Lawrence and them in in the in today's world, yeah, maybe Anna Ferris and Jessica, they would have just fallen in together. love. But Matthew Lawrence, like he was a good boyfriend. yeah, he was you know, there like was no reason to not he, he, love him <laughs> exactly. It was kind exactly. Of- there was no reason not to. like, I think if we were gonna script doctorate, she Jessica should have had the shitty boyfriend. To make it so Anna Ferris and her realize that they were meant to be because they were best friends. And when I, you have to hold me or else I'll float away and <laughs> shit like that. I kind of um, disagree. I think it's totally fine for uh, Matthew Lawrence to have been the same character. But instead just be like, I'm just not attracted to dudes. And then it becomes... Jessica has to decide if she wants to stay in the Rob Schneider body and be with April or go back to the Jessica body and be with Matthew. And it's more of a love triangle because it's like, okay, it turns out Jessica's bisexual and she has lots of strong feelings. But like, did she like never think that April was an option because April's not attracted to women? But I'm just thinking because this movie, Jessica never has any lesbian tendencies it's all being driven by april and so like that would just come out of left field being like oh actually 
Well, in I am attracted to women. Well, in our script doctored movie, yeah. she would realize that she might actually. It would be it would be a completely different movie though, because I think this movie wouldn't exist. We're gonna have to talk to Tom Brady about this before we can get the okay <laughs> yeah, from production. I feel like this All right, movie wouldn't call the exist If there wasn't the drive to get back into her body, I think the whole point is that she does not feel like a man. True. And that is like the bit. That's like the. The joke of the movie is that Rob Schneider is acting like a teenage girl because she she is not a man. Yeah, but what <laughs> if, you know, in our new version of the movie, the the conflict is uh, Clive as Re- Jessica as Rachel McAdams' body is trying to like go on a criminal crime. There screen. are a lot of different movies that could emerge, and so <laughs> she's like, "We have to stop my body from getting arrested." And then it becomes like, wait, am I falling in love with my best friend? And like, wait, maybe I don't mind being in this body. That's that's the different movie. Yeah, that's, that's the, the different movie. That's the movie I would write. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, there were should is this the point where we talk about how many stupid little side plots there were that, that were Yes, not that's so exactly where I was gonna go with it. <laughs> like Bianca. Bianca and the cheer competition, like yeah, it could cheer, have been much. We did not need a cheer competition at all in this we movie. Did not. It really calls or into at least in the magic aggressively. It could have been. Yeah. It could have been a lot, a lot less of an emphasis than it did. You know, like it could have been just a passing scene to add humor, which it did add humor. But it was like there was way more emphasis on it than there, was a there lot needed of build to be. Up to it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It could have just been also, like a game of like, and then she does like the the dance and the bee costume, and then that whole still thing ex- could have happened. But I don't think we needed to make it like this is the finals or whatever. <laughs> it was no. So weird. Yeah, exactly. Because like after, also, sorry. Uh, oh no no no! Please. After they realize that Bianca doesn't have a scorpion tattoo, they kind of completely drop the plot of who did this to you? How did they do it to you? How do we solve this problem? They just keep doing life and stuff. Yeah. And it's not until they see Rachel McAdams on the news kicking the shit out of someone that they were like, oh, my God, we found her finally. But, like, the this is, like, why the movie meanders. It's, like, oh, it doesn't yeah. have a main focus. It's, no. It's having fun. It's just putting Rob Schneider in all these different uh, it's a lot of vignettes. It's a lot of vignettes, which are there. A yeah. lot of them are funny and fun. A lot of them are not. Well, like, <laughs> I mean, so here's like, just before I we, we divulge to too line. further, too far. <laughs> so like the taquito storyline, I think was relevant enough to keep in. It was yeah, super agree. uncomfortable and cringy and made me feel very not okay inside um yeah but i loved it yeah but at the same time i absolutely loved it the little brother storyline had to be in there yeah the, the fact... oh sorry the girl and her mom and her asian mom oh my god did ha- it had zero zero, zero to do with the plot relation to anything happening in this movie whatsoever I... like literally no and arguably purpose. i mean it was the most problematic part of the movie i think it was absolutely so it was so racist they made that poor woman say the n-word like what the and then fuck i don't not only say the n-word in one sentence touched upon two very racist things 
we're saying the n-word as not a black person who yeah. is okay with saying it and then saying prees like oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. oh my yeah. god yeah i was like oh megan and i were literally mouths open looked at each other like <laughs> i gasped i gasped fuck? i completely forgot that she said that like i knew that this plot existed and i remembered it and i was like yes oh no that's gonna be tough to watch but i also forgot yeah. how overtly it was like this girl is just ashamed of being korean and her friends are like judging her for her korean mom i was like what is going on i don't go to happy madison movies to be like this is the type of movie that I want to watch if I were a biracial person. This is no, the representation no, 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 no. of my conflict. It's like, yeah. I can't imagine that as, like anyone who is half black and half Korean watched this movie going, I know my, my, my experience story. was represented no. accurately. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, Tia and Tamara Maori, they only get behind the mom once she acts black. Yeah. But every time so every weird. time she is being her true self, her true adorable Korean self, yeah. they're like, your mom's fucking whack. And then as soon as she's like, I'm just trying to meet you halfway, they're like, I would take that mom, you bitch, for being mean to your mom that we've been judging you for this whole movie. Yeah, it was so weird. It was such a weird... It was so... Like, I don't understand why that was even in there. And it, it like, again, like, where is the Venn diagram of it being relevant to the plot of this movie? Like, yeah. being comfortable with who you are because this movie is all about being comfortable with who you're Ex- not. Like, yeah, I don't. It's so crazy. I don't so, get it. I guess like, I didn't it like it. Loosely connects to the like appreciate what you have which i feel like kind of happened but like i don't even know if that was part of it because i'm pretty sure jessica didn't she wasn't she was close to her family already like she didn't have any issues with her family so the taquito stuff i guess just like kind of gave her an insight to her parents struggling but she's had a very good relationship well, it was also with like each remember the dad maybe, but maybe she was but like, the dad like, also like made some comments like she used to play basketball with me but now true. we're not I as close because she's a teen she and... used to wash me in the bath and I'm yeah like, i was I like that was weird the fa- like they didn't really set this up that she wasn't connecting with her parents as much yeah no they didn't it was like that yeah it was that one throwaway line that the dad said so i guess like Maybe it kind of barely connects to that idea, but even so, completely unnecessary, horrendously yeah. racist. I am. I feel like they should just cut that out of all cuts <laughs> and re-release it because it has and, no bearing. Yeah, on the and plot it whatsoever. wouldn't take and it wouldn't take away anything from the movie. No, no. Like Rob Schneider isn't even in. Any, any of those any. I don't even think. No. I don't even think Rob Schneider talks to Lulu. Like she. <laughs> part of me. Lulu. What's her name? I think her name's Eden. The friend. I think. I have a theory. No, it's it's like. Hold Ling-ling, on. Lingling, but like I. She goes by something she else. She goes by something else. But. It's like Leisha or Alicia or hold on. I have a theory. I just had it pulled up. That. They got studio notes that were like, it needs to be funnier. We need more jokes. We need more like, 
we need to put in something that like the kids think are funny. Like, and then this was just like a really misguided. Keisha. Keisha. This was a really like misguided way to address those notes. That's my theory because it because it's just because it's just because it, it has nothing connected to the plot. But like, I, who thought of this? I don't know. Who was like Adam Rob Sandler? Schneider or Tom Brady? They're the writers. Is this like is Rob Schneider's? Like, I know what it's like to grow up biracial, mixed Asian. Yeah, I don't know. Is this Rob Schneider? Oh wait, hold on. Cookies? I have another. I have another storyline that had nothing to do with the. It didn't drive the plot. And it was problematic and absolutely did not need to be in there. April's and it mom, was just the, the bartender. No, the the bartender was very necessary, and I will get into it later. <laughs> um, but no, the April's problematic parents. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I kind of thought they were the hilarious. like. Like in a dark way. In a dark way, but I was exactly. Like, why? It, that's what it is. Why in a dark way, this? but it was just like. <laughs> it was so. So, like, it was more the dad. The husband was fucking horrible. Um, and the, the wife just was definitely, like, I am neglected and mistreated. Yeah. And so I'm going to drink and take pills. And clearly and... has, like, high anxiety because she's, like, seeing, like, she suspects something weird is going on with her daughter. But she doesn't feel comfortable enough to actually ask her about whether something is going on yeah. and she's just building it up in her head. It's like literally the writers are playing into that like hysteria, hysterical woman stereotype and just being like, women yeah. are crazy. Right. And then they're like, here's this crazy woman who doesn't know what to do. Cause something weird seems to be happening with her daughter. But it's kind of a subversion because we, the audience know that she's right. That there is something happening. There is something weird happening. There is something weird happening. There is a man in her daughter's room. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, like, her daughter's doing something suspicious. But, like, there's clearly a history of this mother being, like, invasive. And, like, the dad's, like, over it. Yeah. But it's, like, this woman. The dad is intense, this dude. This woman falls from the second floor. Yeah. Oh, And he's of, like, I'm going to have to put you away. I'm going to get you committed. Part of the alternate ending, they show them at graduation, like, after graduation, April, like, greets her parents, and her mom is in, like, a full-on, like, brace. Yeah, because she got in a car accident. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> There's one other thing I wanted to ask you guys about. <laughs> the fucking makeover scene he looks no different from when he's when, from before and after, other hair. than he has like gel in his hair. <laughs> he's That's Howie. literally the only difference. I did remember the Backstreet Boys yes. like process of elimination makeover scene, and I still think that's very good. I'm like, yes. I do think he, it's like, hilarious. Looks the same. <laughs> yeah, but that that's what I was. I was like, wait, he doesn't look any fucking different at all, it. and they're just like, oh my god. Perfect. But now I, you're so hot. I'm like, it, he's Rob Schneider. But I think it also is funny and kind of works because it's like, now that we have placed him in the context of Backstreet Boys, <laughs> they're like, oh, well, since he kind of looks like Howie, I guess it's fine. You know? They just like, needed to understand <laughs> They needed look. to be able to place him. And then they're like, now that we... Hey, as long as we can categorize you as one of the Backstreet Boys, then we can accept you, okay? I don't care who you are. Which one am I, guys? Hmm. Amy, you have 
curly I mean, right hair. now you're kind of rocking a Howie look, but. <laughs> but Was that Howie might just even be the hot? Hair. Howie, I mean, he's no. fine. That's the answer right there. <laughs> I mean, Howie is the one that is, like, least lines, like, unappreciated Backstreet Boy. He's not unattractive. He's not unattractive, though. Not at all. No, he's nice. Look. Look at Howie. Yeah, I like Howie. Aww. Definitely looks see. like Rob Schneider a little bit, though, honestly. <laughs> it's an insult to Howie, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Howie. Maybe, like, specifically in this movie. Um, But, like, spiritually. Um, anyways. Gray. I want it. What were you saying? I think spiritually you might be an AJ. I don't know which one that is. In the movie, he's the one with the beanie on. (laughs) Beanie and the glasses. Spiritually, I'm fucking... He's kind of the edgy one. (laughs) You think Gray's the bad boy? He looks like fucking... um, Oh, my God. the other ones. What is Sasha Baron Cohen's... Allie G. G. (laughs) He does look like Allie G. You don't think Gray is the one that kind of looks like Christian Bale? I always forget his Kevin? name. Kevin? Kevin. Kevin's so quiet. Gray's not quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin looks like, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Corey Feldman. Oh, a little, a little bit, a little bit. I have the hiccups They kind of look similar. Oh my Anyways, God. we're is, getting very off topic. Let's talk about guys. We have to talk about the nightclub scene. Yes. Front to back. There is a fucking full on dance sequence in this movie. This movie is awesome. There was a dance (laughs) sequence in this movie. And then a fight sequence. I love the club. Honestly, start to finish, I love the club scene. The peeing. The peeing is my favorite part. This bathroom attendant just, I guess I got to teach this adult man how to pee. (laughs) I got to teach this 37-year-old man how to pee standing up for the first time in his life. And he does Well, I did love, okay. I hope, I don't know if you guys, it probably doesn't resonate with you, but I have always... My entire life, because of this movie, had in my brain, if you shake it more than twice, you're playing with yourself. <laughs> like, almost every time I pee. I swear to God. Almost every single time. I, like, I forgot that it was from this movie, but that line has been with me for basically every single day of my oh, life. Oh, my Gray, God. That's amazing. If between watching that scene... And recording today, you have peed standing up and thought of that movie. I want you to boost your nostalgia score by one point. <laughs> yeah, I think that definitely. Honestly, some boost. good fucking great that has fucking been argument. With you for over twenty years. <laughs> that is a great fucking argument, Allegra, and you got me. You got me. Um, but um, dude, okay, and then the bartender. Here's my thought: bartender is so homophobic. <laughs> Like, he's so homophobic and it works so well for this movie just for Rob Schneider to play off of it. Yeah. All of those I'm not saying his homophobia hilarious. is okay, and I definitely did not like the way this movie ended. No, 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 no. Nope, nope, nope. Not one bit, but I loved it every time yeah, he, he would say caught. something, <laughs> and then Rob Schneider would have to, like, you know, ad lib, like, I mean, you don't pee in your girlfriend's panties? Like, I could not fucking get enough of that. 
<laughs> because it was like so fucking titties. bad. <laughs> oh yeah, he's just like, God. yeah, it was very good. It was very, it was great. very funny. Like Dude. that's what I'm saying is like it was so good. It was again the part. The reason it was funny is beyond why it was supposed to be funny in 2002. Like. Guys, you're tr- you're supposed to be in 2002 for somehow on the bartender's side of being like, did I just hear what I thought I heard? Yeah. But now being on this side of it, you're just like, fuck this guy. This is hilarious fucking with this homophobic bartender. Yeah. Guys, also, you're at a nightclub. Don't tell me you've never come across a gay man in a nightclub yeah, asking a you for like yeah. a sex on the beach or whatever he asked slippery for. Slippery nipple. Yeah. Screaming orgasm on the beach or something. Yeah, it's just a a gay man. Like you're in a bar. You probably deal with way like more extreme people yeah. all the time. Yeah. 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 And that that was one thing. But yeah, and then like, of course the dance the sequence dance then floor. the <laughs> And then the fight that broke out where yeah. literally all he knows how to do is just wail on him in the shins, which is just, I, lo- I thought it was so fucking funny. It's um, <laughs> and then the best line in the whole movie is you think you're so cool. Cause you can pee with your penis. And then he throws the ponytail that he ripped off of this man's head. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I think you need some new conditioner. Cause your ends are totally split. Throw the ponytail. <laughs> Yeah, then throw the ponytail. Oh, my um, God. That guy's fake-ass ponytail. It was just, like, yeah, so bad. Especially during the fight scene, it was just very obvious and not working, but whatever. Yeah. Another kind of similar uh, joke cadence was when... So Rob Schneider takes the job as the janitor at the school. Oh, yeah. And then he's when he's cleaning... Wait, how many the- jobs is he getting? <laughs> so many. <laughs> and... When he's cleaning the boys' locker room and he's just like eavesdropping on the Billy, yeah, uh, Billy, the, the Billy combo where he's just like talking about how much he loves him and he's just like spraying at nothing so he can get closer. And again, he has to keep making up excuses as to like because he's responding. Yeah, I didn't like the execution on that one nearly as much. But except I will, for the except last, except for the payoff, the last exactly. Joke except for the the very end. Every time where he's literally in tears. <laughs> It's like, somebody shit in the locker. <laughs> I don't, like, again, I also, like, I... I would also cry. It gets me every time. And I knew yeah. it was coming, but I it was still, the payoff was Yeah, once great. again, I forgot. I didn't remember, like, once it was happening, I was like, oh, I think I kind of remember this scene. But I did not know that that was coming and loved it. And I, uh... I didn't like it as much, but I do I do love it always made me laugh how absolutely mortified Matthew Lawrence was every time he saw Rob Schneider. Yeah. Just being like Matthew Lawrence is also is... great in this movie. I felt like Matthew Lawrence was trying so hard. He seemed like really excited to be in an Adam Sandler movie. Like he was just like, I just gotta be the funniest I could possibly be. I thought he did great. Yeah, and but his characters ha- just half like of his lines, shit pants. He like, just was tortured ha- the whole he's time. In love. Yeah, he was just tortured. But half of his lines are were just him heavily breathing, just like because <laughs> <sighs> he's just so like every time he's just it's like terrified. You know that creeped out, <laughs> grossed out. Like, yeah. super confused. He was just in distress. 
for a lot yeah, of this it, movie. Yeah, that's the exact but also, it's right like, if you, description. If you don't know that Rob Schneider, like inside Rob Schneider lives his girlfriend, like if you like at face value, I think his reaction is very understandable. With like, and a grown adult man who works at his school is like <laughs> calling him, telling him that he is in love with him. Like, it is not like that is stranger danger. Okay. Like, the I'm, reactions are yeah, warranted. Like, I called you this weekend. That was you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> Gray, imagine you're in high school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm there. You're you're in love with your very attractive girlfriend, um, and she yeah. suddenly ghosts you. <laughs> and then the school janitor calls you <laughs> and goes, "I should have made love to you when I had the chance." <laughs> I'm already in distress. I am already like. Whoa! I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I think that Matthew Lawrence would be completely in his rights to assume that the janitor murdered his girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes. I'm surprised that no one thought that already. Yeah. Like, I, like for some reason, I had a thought, and maybe this is just like my brain trying to come up with conclusions. But I had to I, – for some reason I thought that at one point when Rob Schneider was trying to convince Anna Ferris, like, no, it's Jessica. I'm in here that she was going to be like, you ate Jessica. <laughs> yes, that's how she reacted. She's like, what have well, you done no, I thought – I don't know why. Like, I think it must be like revisionist in my brain. But I thought that was like a line in the movie. Mm, but maybe, it yeah. wasn't. But well, there, so was, there was the one effect. There was one moment where like when, the mo- when uh, April's mom overheard – her talking to Hildenberg about like we found Jessica's body. Like there was like a yeah. little bit of it's that. In an alley. Yeah. It's an alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's me. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Dude, this movie, I I mean we've said a lot. We've said like I don't know. Like this movie is honestly so much fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, we didn't talk enough about Takedo because, it, I mean, again, he did a great job. I didn't feel overtly offended by the portrayal, even though I was like, he didn't, just because he's the gardener, didn't mean he had to be Mexican. Yeah. I and, like, there are so many different names. Like, your name is Jessica. Say your name is like Jose. It's a J and an S. It's right like, there. It's like Jesse. <laughs> um, Jesse. I did think it was kind of funny. She did use her last name. Like Spence was part of her last yeah, name. Yes, Spence. But... I just noticed that. That that's where Spence came from. I thought it was funny that Rob Schneider, when he was mowing the lawn, the lawn looked like absolute shit. <laughs> I think that was yeah. the point. Yeah. Because also then later he's when he's like, I need to confess something to you. I'm not a real gardener. And he's like, yeah, I could have told you that. The roses look like shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the roses look like shit. He's like, I'm sorry. It's okay. They're just roses. <laughs> to me, it seemed like this dad is like 
like a huge douchebag. I would never be friends with this dad in real life. Like he has no friends, so he immediately like bef- like Bef- stops his gardener from working. He, this is Michael Scott energy. Yeah, he's like, stop working. Look at my penis. I'm gonna talk about my sex life. All right, see you later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Look, at, look was- at my penis. We're amongst men. I don't do that. Yeah, you don't just whip out your dick to ever. Like this movie was written by men. You're saying this is casual dude behavior. Although I will say, I do think that if my best friend turned into a man, I would be like, "Can I see it?" If I, I feel t- like that was accurate. If I turned into a man, I'd be like, "You gotta look at this." Yeah. <laughs> so, and I loved, I love how that kept coming up. Yes. Like w- we brought more girls into it, and then she was like, "Okay, yeah, you saw." It. And then to convince the witch girl. To like help, co- help them, it was like okay. I just showed you. <laughs> That's how the scene starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that Great, was funny. Wait, it. guys, guys. I think Rob Schneider had a butt double for yes, all of those scenes. Absolutely. Yeah. I I thought that immediately. Yeah. I'm like, no way, this is Rob Schneider's ass. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is not Rob Schneider's butt. He's got to have more hair. Yeah. 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 Great. I have a question. So, like, if. This was reversed, Gray. If you suddenly woke up and you had Rachel McAdams' body and you had to try and convince your friends, like, there's no way they wouldn't <laughs> ask to see the titties, right? Like, they'd be like, all right, let's, let's whip them out. Like... You're putting me, honestly, you want to know the first thing I thought of? Huh. We can edit this out if you don't want I... it in. <laughs> I genuinely, I got like, fearful if i like rachel mcadams's body yes i would be i would not show them my boobs because i was like i'd be like i genuinely don't want the male gaze to be like my friends to sexualize me and i was like oh my god that's what women go through all the time i mean obviously i've had that thought before but not like so like hit you personally connected to me before that i'm like oh my god that's what that's it that's what it's like i, I finally <laughs> caught um, the most i caught the most realistic glimpse yet yeah. by putting myself in that specific situation yeah this Whoa. movie probably wouldn't work as well in reverse guys i'm yeah i'm learning i'm growing <laughs> would be a completely different that would be a whole different movie about like the male gaze and being a it would be a, that I feel like that'd be a rougher movie that'd be yeah. a more like drama yeah well yeah. that's what i'm saying is like it would not i would not feel as light-hearted where they'd be like can i see it and i'd be like yeah like it's hilarious <laughs> yeah. haha i'd be like i'd be like if i'm stuck in this dynamics body are different in yeah. that specific situation, yes if if sure. i'm stuck in this body and i don't know if i'm getting my old body back I do not want you guys to just start fucking like jerking off to your praying on me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I was just like, oh my God, that's what women have to go through all the time. Yeah. You think I would love to walk around with the titties out sometimes, you know, it's never going to happen. No, 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 no. Um, so I do want to talk about the magic. So even this entire podcast, and I think even the implication of the movie is that they swap bodies but i want to argue that they do not swap bodies their bodies transform which is very different yeah because it is because like a similar movie freaky friday Friday. they switch like minds their consciousness swap it's the same and they wake up in the other 
people's bodies. But that is not what happens in this movie. When Ra- yeah, and we see their movie, the their strip- bodies transforming in the strip club. Yeah. You see Rachel McAdams' face turn into Rob Schneider face. <laughs> yeah, you see Rachel titties turn yes. into Rob titties. And yeah. so I was thinking, you know. One of the very Kafka-esque things about this is like, I don't know what this person is doing with my body, but it's not your body. It's still their body. It just looks like your body. So it's still horrifying, like identity theft, where people look at you and they think it's you and they think you're doing all these things. But at no point would like real Jessica have to worry about fake Jessica, like losing her virginity, which I thought was going to be a That does make me feel a little better. Yeah. Honestly. This weird magic. Because, I mean, listen, I was thinking during the cheerleading scene, like, there's no fucking way Clive Maxtone's body (laughs) has the ability (laughs) to do all these cheer stunts. He has no muscle memory for it. He's not in shape for it. But what if it's Jessica's body? It's still her body. Like, the muscles are the same weirdly. It just looks like Clive Maxtone. That's very interesting. I've never considered that before, but I think that is what the movie is positing to it's us. It's transformation, yeah. Yeah. not body swapping. Weird. Yeah, that's wow. true. My my, can I follow just went through the roof. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I am very much kidding. So it was a PG-13 movie. So there was no nudity. Swearing was on the low side. All violence was extremely cartoony. Well, it was going to be a rated R movie, and they had to make pretty heavy edits. Oh, really? (laughs) So there's more to this movie out there. Release the Brady cut. I will, but the N-word is Yeah, give me the Brady cut. (laughs) The Brady cut. (laughs) Come on, Sony. What's with you and censoring art? Art! (laughs) I, yeah, oh, goodness gracious. Our tours. Um, are we wrapping up? Are we? I think so. I only had four notes. Did um, you read them all yet? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Would you still love Meg if she turned into Rob Schneider for a week? <laughs> wow. Um... <laughs> But would you, would he know that it would only last a week? Yeah, you don't know it's gonna last a week. You think it could last forever? Would you still? Is the wedding still on? <laughs> it depends on how well she's able to convince me that it's her. <laughs> and then even then. It would be a tough sell because just like Matthew Lawrence, he's just like, but you're a dude. You are still a. It's a. a it's just your physical embodiment is still not what my brain. I don't know. I don't have this answer. Not let it happen, the and then I'll give you. <laughs> no, uh, great. I think that's so. Let's have. Sweet. Let's have. Let's do an experiment. Let's make Meg and Rob Schneider switch bodies, and I'll, I'll fill you in <laughs> after we'll a week. We'll see what happens. Honestly, that, I still think that answer is still very sweet and still very nice, and just shows how much you love her so much. Because when I said this to my boyfriend, he said, "Absolutely not. I would not love you." <laughs> <laughs> Grace still consider. I mean, they are getting. They are betrothed. They so, are. Uh, <laughs> Um. Okay. Final yeah, let's scores? get let's get our final scores locked in. Um, is there any other arguing I need to do? I don't think so. 
I think I don't know. Yeah, we all enjoy this movie, but we also all agree it's not good. It's not. It's not <laughs> a perfect movie. But honestly, again, it was. It's maybe one of the best ones on the wheel. I at the now honestly, that we watched it, honestly, it could have been way worse. Yeah, wait. Let me let me look. Let me look at the wheel and see what else is still on there. <laughs> uh, because you might be right. Let's see here. I don't know. Sleepover could be another one where stuck on you might be surprisingly entertaining. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I know it's better than the animated King and I. I'm oh, pretty, God. pretty I sure. Really hope we hey, don't have to watch that. Sahara, Sahara <laughs> might be pretty fun. <laughs> that might be a great two-hour romp. Okay, you great. All right. What are okay, your final, final scores? scores? My nostalgia still All right. eight. For me, it's a five. If you've shaken more than twice. I my sit through I bumped up to an eight. I still think there were Mine's, a lot of things taking me out, but I think an eight is very solid. Yeah. 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 I have a nine. I moved my appropriate to a three. I'm keeping mine at a three. And then I'm keeping doesn't hold up at a two. Same. And I'm keeping can I follow out a four. Same. Cool. So. You really think it's um, that inappropriate? They say the N-word. Like, just the whole Ling Ling plot is just really bad. Mm -hmm. And even though I think I did say, like, it wasn't as misogynistic as I thought, it's still a little misogynistic. It's pretty homophobic. The fucking ending of the movie. Yeah. Like, they're, like, like, we should not Oh, my God, we didn't even talk about the end of the movie. (laughs) Just being straight up like an abduction yeah. with the implication of rape. Yeah, it's like a Jeffrey Dahmer situation. Not great. Not great. The, in um, the alternate. I'm, I'm gonna give a bonus point. Oh yeah. I'm giving my bonus point to Rob Schneider's just stellar performance. Just like I co-sign that 100. Despite the fact that he was very toothy, he was very tooth acty. Yeah, but I think it as worked. a woman, <laughs> but I think it worked and I loved it. And I like genuinely was like, go Rob Schneider, which I don't think I've ever said before in my life. Yeah, I will say it was a weak ass dance scene. All right. This man cannot dance. There's no way he should have. But, no, commi- but he committed. He committed. And you know what? I'm not fucking hiring Rob Schneider in my movie because he can dance. <laughs> I'm hiring him almost exclusively because he can't just saying that club has very a very low bar for what they will rally behind <laughs> that is also true that they were like whooping and hollering to fucking him like kind of moving his shoulders and then pointing at a pointing at one side of the of the crowd and they all go Whoa! <laughs> um i'll give a bonus point for anna ferris mm-hmm. for also having a stellar performance yeah. and just being the most endearing human ever she deserves a point for having to make out with rob schneider so many times yeah yeah <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> well guys allegra you will be shocked to find that this score is remarkably average like that's be- cool with me <laughs> because with the bonus points it lands at a 50 oh uh, wow okay honestly, that feels appropriate okay i would rate in terms in terms of like stinkers like not bad 50 is not bad not the worst. you know definitely not the worst and it could even get up to 51 with a fan vote that's true yeah like listen 
50 out of 100 for the hot chick? Yeah. That's for a bad like, movie on the stinky wheel. I think a lot of those other movies are not going to get that. No. It's- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, granted, Holland's nostalgia really carried yeah, that score. Yeah. Yeah. W- would you rather watch uh, Big Rock Candy Mountain twice or a hot chick once? Uh, the hot chick every time. The hot chick twice. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather watch the hot chick twice than Big Rock Candy Mountain once. once. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I'm taking uh, this as a win. Yeah. You should. Yeah. So I, it was fun. I just want to give and I just want to give uh, you know some fun facts trivia about the movie before we 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 pull the next one. Um, budget. Couldn't find it. Yeah, we um, all His tried. previous movies were somewhere in the ballpark between like 18 and 22. He's made a name for himself. I'm going to put this movie at, I'm going to say, between 23 and 30 million budget. I think that's fair. And it made 54.6. Um, I don't know if that, I think that's just box office, not VHL, VHS sales. I don't know. But not a complete failure. Yeah. Um, Because the other two movies, uh, Deuce Bigelow and The Animal, both were somewhat underwhelming in the box office, but then fucking exploded on VHS. I'm sure that this is the same. So I think this is the same way. And then some trivia. Speaking on the film, Schneider commented, quote, No man is 100% masculine, and no woman is 100% feminine. We're all just somewhere on the scale there. So what I tried to do was play with it with an innocence and gentleness and then find some physical keys to lock in on. I Beautiful mean, quote. I think quote. It, that's and I very think that yeah, that's exactly what we saw. That's exactly what we saw. I think that was a very for 2002 very progressive quote for 2002. Very progressive thing from Rob Schneider. I think I kind of like Rob Schneider. Hey, um, I don't he's I, an anti-vaxxer. I, I in, like him in this very hold on, hold on, hold on. specific time and context. <laughs> that's what I was just about to say. In this I was going to say I think I like Rob Schneider in this specific context. Um these this was singers Ashley Simpson and Michelle Branch's film debut okay i did not i did not see michelle branch but i definitely saw ashley simpson who is michelle branch in this movie i'm pretty sure she was also pieces of me no but who was she in the movie she was like the date that um the blonde guy she was one of bianca's friends she was also one of bianca's friends yeah i definitely noticed michelle branch michelle branch was the club dj at the I don't think I registered her at all. But good Me neither. I just had to look it up. <laughs> I had to look it up. Um, when the rival cheerleaders from the Foxes team exit the stores and get caught by security guards, one says, let's go, Winona. Yeah, because yeah. It, the Winona Ryder shoplifting thing happened like a month before this movie came out. I yeah. definitely wrote that. So down. that was ADR because this movie came out in December of 2002 and she was convicted in November of 2002. Oh, convicted. So it was like, so you it know, had been in the, news. The, yeah. the crime had happened, but the conviction was a month before this movie. But yeah, just a little, you know, play on, you know, later she went to go and do Mr. Deeds, which was also shockingly not bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm very sneaky, sir. <laughs> 
this film is included on Roger Ebert's most hated list. Anna <laughs> <laughs> um, Ferris, Alexandra Holden, Lee Garlington, Melora Harding, and Matt Weinberg all appeared on Friends. Um, I don't know who Alexandra Holden is, but That's, um, I think one of the friends. She was Elizabeth on Friends. She was like the student that Ross dated. Oh, okay. We but then earlier before. I think Lee Garlington, Melora Harding, and Matt Weinberg are all Rachel McAdams' family members in this movie. Okay, not the dad. We determined uh, I think the it's son literally... was on an episode. The son was on the episode. Uh, Jan Levinson Gould was on an episode, and I guess the dad was at one point. No, he wasn't. I just searched his. His name is Michael O'Keefe. Oh, who's Lee Garlington? I don't know. Oh, Lee Garlington was the principal. Oh. Oh. I don't remember her. So I guess she was in some episode. I don't know. Um, and then maybe a reason why, Holland, you were unable to find any bloopers online for this movie is because although a Blu-ray of The Hot Chick was planned to be released in 2012 for its 10th anniversary, it's never been released. And as of 2022, a physical copy of The Hot Chick has never been re-released outside of its original 2003 DVD and VHS. Wow. Lee Garlington was Joey Tribbiani Sr.'s mistress. Oh, okay. And the one with the boobies. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. That was like season one. Um, so, yeah, that's the oh, fucking hot I'll chick. I'll also mention, so there is an alternate ending that I did find on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I wish you sent that to me and, before. Sorry. I would have wanted to watch it. Um. It's really, I mean, it's clearly, like, there's no music in it, so it's a little awkward to watch. And there's, there's like, a lot of weird filler things that I'm like, okay, I kind of get why you didn't use this. But at the very end, instead of Rob Schneider Clive being taken away by the bartender, he's, like, a squeegee guy instead. And, like, he squeegees Matt Lawrence's window. And then when he, like wipes the dirt off matt lawrence like sees him and then he's like hey bobby do you still love me because he's like referencing yeah when he was in rachel mcadams body and he like stole his car and money and stuff and but like he's re-traumatizing matthew lawrence because he still thinks that 30 year old (laughs) man is in love with him or something and i'm like they should have just used this yeah that's i don't know like (laughs) i agree that would have been way better yeah also, Holland, who was your favorite Lawrence? Um, probably Matthew. Matthew. He, was in he was the Boy hottest Meets one. World. He was in Boy Meets World. Yeah, he, he was, was so fucking. He's so fucking cute. Yeah. He's so good looking. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely the hot. He I, is dating Chili from TLC now. Fun fact. Oh. Yeah. I just love how stupidly in love he was to the point where this is this like boy is so sensitive and so earnest and his best friend is like dunking on him so hard but that doesn't stop him from being in love. Yeah. He's like <laughs> she's the only girl who makes my heart beat faster and slower at, at the, the same, same time. time. <laughs> and the guy from uh Fired Up goes gay 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 gay. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, this is a good friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just a manic pixie dream boy in this movie. Um, um, all right. So I all think right, we well, decided let's do it. So that Gray's going we next. We decided last minute because I didn't want to redo the whole thing that uh, 
it's me. The way I'm that going we next. have our scores laid out in our Google Sheets, uh, it'd be too complicated to change the order around. So it's too Gray's annoying. just gonna go next. <laughs> so first, we gotta flip a coin. So should one of us flip a coin? I don't have any coins. On. Yeah, I mean, what I have a coin right wallet? here, and it's but if you guys purse. don't trust me, feel free to flip okay, it yourself. Okay, Gray's got a coin. No, whatever. I want to do it. Okay. Okay. I have a nickel. It's on the up and okay. up. Wait, I want to flip. Wait, no, you should flip it. Okay, Gray. I'll flip, I'll flip yours. Gray, oh, call, call it, it in, the, in air. the air. Okay. All right. Ready? Heads. It's tails. It's tails. Okay. Okay, so Gray's doing a stinky. Oh, that one was way better. Stinker wheel. We are spinning. You should put, like, um... A song, but like all in farts. Oh no! Shallow oh no. no! Shallow how? No! No! Any good movies? <laughs> well, yeah. please be surprisingly progressive somehow. But yeah, <sighs> next who week, chose this fucking movie? I'm sorry, I put this one on the wheel. <laughs> God damn it. Um. All right. Well, next week, Gray has to defend Shao Hal. Um. In the meantime, please follow us on so on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at LatchkeySibs. You can email us at LatchkeySibs at gmail.com. Please check our Instagram stories every Friday because there will be a poll where you can vote on our scores. You have the ability to give us an extra point or to take away a point. So make sure you check our Instagram stories every Friday. So this Friday, there will be one for the hot chick. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for today. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.